Hello, everyone. This is John Burgos, and welcome to tonight's exciting edition of the On the Ordinary Show. Um, and I'm excited because there's so much stuff going on in the field right now. It's absolutely beautifully crazy. Um, time doesn't make sense. I know so many people, including myself personally, that over the last few weeks I've been needing extra sleep. My diet's changing. Um, I'm craving sugars that I typically don't eat. I need to sleep extra, and even when I do sleep, I'm still tired. What is going on with that? And relationships are changing left and right as, as different alignments are, are taking place, and we're vibrating more in alignment with those who are in this new particular timeline joining us. And there's no right or wrong. It just is what it is. But it's so beautiful. But how do we make sense out of all this stuff? How do we satisfy our minds that tries to tell us something's wrong when everything is actually so beautifully right, even though it may not appear that way? Um, and I cannot think of a better person to have this conversation with and to bring in the awareness and to bring in tools and bring us into the vibration of helping us acclimate to this change, to make sense of it, to appease that beautiful mind that wants to fix everything but can't, and to really get us into the flow so that we can really optimize and live in the joy and the love. Um, that's right there for us if we only know how to access it properly. So can you amazing call? Jamie Price, it's, she's a dear friend. Um, it's and a dear friend that I know don't know very well, but it's one of those people that you just you know you're connected to, and there's this intimacy that expands time um, because perhaps we've done this together before, and I know you guys can probably feel something similar to that as well. And as we get into the call, and if we're graced with some light language, um, for any of you who are new to Jamie, don't be surprised if there's a recognition of home um, that wells up in you and that may even bring forth um, tears of recognition. Um, Jamie's going to take live calls also, so if you guys want to ask your private questions, press star 2 on the phone if you dial in on the phone line or type your question onto the webcast page, and let's just have a lot of fun and expansion as you relax into today's call. And with that, if you happen to be new to Jamie's work, um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about her. So Jamie Price is an international energy healer channel and teacher. She developed a healing modality called crystalline soul healing and also channels healing energies in the form of light language, which are ancient and universal light codes that your heart and infinite mind speak fluently. She channels Arion of the Lyrian Council of Time, Focus on Ascension, and Jamie's work assists in transmuting physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual blocks into wisdom, compassion, and empowerment. And Jamie's topic today is so relevant, it's being the change. Um, and with that, Jamie, thank you for coming back on the show, and welcome back to the States from your long travels. Thank you, John. I'm so glad to be here with you and, and glad to be back in the United States. You know, I had a great trip. Yeah, so for if you guys aren't familiar, don't follow Jamie. Jamie um, is asked to go back on a continuous basis to Japan, and the audience in the following um, – that's building up in Japan. It's just, it's, I hear stories of how people show up for Jamie over there, and it's absolutely amazing, and that makes me so happy um, because this work is going global, and it's so needed. So um, 
We're glad you're back, Jamie, and I'm glad that you made it back in time to be on the show today of Thank all you. times. Thank um, you. I'm being, four four. Uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm four four, and then all of these astrological components also, and I'm not a big expert in astrology. I know a little bit here and there, but I, I as you guys are familiar, there's a lot of retrogrades. Um that are happening, and I think there's like four or five planets going retrograde right now, really. Yeah, I'm there's asking five. This. There's five, okay. Yeah. What's your What's your interpretation of that, Jamie, if anything? Um, the, so throughout April, right now there might there's not five today, but throughout April there's going to be five planets retrograde, and I was actually born with five planets in retrograde, so. <laughs> <laughs> Still at home. <laughs> I know some retrograde. Um, and I'm not an, uh, an astrology expert either, but retrogrades are always about going within, reviewing things, looking at uh, or renewing things, redoing things. And sometimes they get a bad rap because we are used to moving forward and looking forward. But it's really a beautiful time to get more in touch with your inner realm and reshape your life and that's so much what this time is about so april in general has just felt like such a powerful flow of us getting in touch with our inner empowerment our inner choices our inner strengths and helping to find that ability to begin shaping our life more directly because this is the time that we are being called to focus more directly. And all of those retrogrades are going to help that because it slows things down a bit so that you can see them. There was a great channeling that Ariane did sometime last year about uh, being in a train. And if you're looking right outside of the car, you can almost get dizzy at how fast things are moving and it's just a blur. But if you look a little farther out into the distance, then you can see everything clearly. And that's kind of what this time is about, is all of that retrograde is helping us look within and see ourselves a little more clearly, our desires, how we want to shift things, and, and help to anchor this tipping point that may not seem obvious if you watch the news, but it's occurring that we are moving into a time of personal empowerment and those old structures are just falling down. And how beautiful that they're falling down. And in the falling down, again, there's there's a lot of people, and we all tend to do it, we get caught up in some of the suffering that comes up with the falling structures. And what you do so beautifully is you actually help to bring in the light, through light codes, through your light language, through the messaging from the Learning Council, but also through your personal understanding mm -hmm. of how we can navigate these times to really do it from an exalted state as, as, as opposed to one from victimhood yeah. um, and circumstantial. Absolutely. And, and that takes some time to find what is, what is your path with it. And because you're here to be part of this world, but not entrenched in this world uh, or be to be in the world but not of it is that same way of saying not getting entrenched in the physical reality but you're here experiencing it so i had to spend a lot of time discovering 
where are my boundaries, where is my level of strength, and how do I keep empowering myself and strengthening myself to observe the world in the ways that feel appropriate to me and yet nurture myself through that. And so I learned kind of by trial and error of what is my saturation point? How much can I handle? When is it time to pull back? And when is it time to engage in some of the the energies that are going on in the world so that you can observe them and transform them? And that's a big one that Ariane talks about constantly because they work a lot with how are we perceiving things and feeling things. You know, what's our subtle bridge doing, our subtle communication, the, the thoughts and emotions. And it doesn't matter what you hear or see or experience in your own life or observe someone else experiencing. It's never just a story you're actually taking it in. You're receiving it and mixing your vibration with it. So when you know your healthy boundaries and what you're feeling drawn to in your path, then you feel more comfortable opening up to something or saying yes or even saying no. That's that's not part of the reality that I'm going to participate in. And taking care of the self is the thing that helps you nurture into being able to connect with the world better. And so that whole core of self-love and self-empowerment is that key to being in the world but not of it and really being able to navigate this realm with much more ease because there's a true strength and interaction that you're having based on your own, your own needs and your own desires. And that's that beautiful diversity that we have. Some are meant to come here and anchor from the point of love. Some are meant to come here and anchor from the point of breaking down some of the old structures or any kind of mix in between. And ultimately, it all gets back to the same place of love when you're coming from that flow of your internal self-love. So it's constant navigating of how am I thinking, how am I feeling, and am I honoring myself and what I can handle and continuing to strengthen and stretch beyond that in ways that really stir my passion? So it's, it's a really profound thing that we're especially focusing on right now because change is here. These are the times that we've been preparing for. This is the time of ascension where we are gradually moving into more and more connection connection with each other, connection with the earth, connection with the subtle realms. And it it sometimes feels like you know, we're we're living in two different realities because that's a core part of the truth. We've always been living in two different realities, a physical reality and a subtle reality. But it's more so than just some people are having one experience and and light workers are having a different experience we are actually helping to bridge that subtle realm consciously into the physical realm. It's always been there. But that, that focus on it helps us activate more of our subtle energies, our conscious subtle bridge. And the two realities that we're living in are merging within us. And that's that moving past duality 
where it's not either or, me or them, or physical or non-physical, we truly begin to integrate both. And that takes learning some new rules because that subtle realm is, it has some different rules than the physical realm. And so you have to take care of your physical body, your physical needs, even as you're focusing in the subtle realm or focusing in what are you creating in the future. So these are the profound times that we've been preparing for because it's not easy to experience the things on earth and maintain your focus on love. But as you're flowing more of that self-love and self-empowerment, it gets easier and easier. Mm. You start to see the love in everything, even the challenge. Oh, that's beautiful, Jamie. And and thank you for the reminder that... Um, yeah, it's really interesting what's been coming up. So with these changes, and again, what's been coming up over the last couple of weeks, because everybody that I know is, is somehow talking about how it's affecting them. Um, and I'd love it also if, if there'd be an opportunity to bring in some light language also to maybe help us um, acclimate to the positive effects that it's bringing as opposed to the focus of what we may be suffering through as, as these changes come in. But the additional need for sleep, the tiredness, the change in um, our eating habits. What's going on with the energies that you're noticing, Jamie, in this? Why is it so pronounced all of a sudden? Mm. You know, the fascinating thing about getting lighter or moving into a, a higher density is that when you go through a big bump with it or a big adjustment, it actually feels like you get denser or it feels heavier, things feel a little more difficult. But that's the physical body's response to the change that's occurring, and then you even out again. And this year in particular has been an intense upgrade, even though there's been a lot of challenge and drama going on in the, you know, in the physical reality. The... What has been occurring for us is we've been letting go of so much that we were holding on to before that it creates a a lightness in the body or a lack of density, but then through that adjustment, the body feels a little more dense. You tend to need more sleep because you're, uh, you're processing a lot And the physical body, it's almost like working out, but we just aren't moving and dancing or exercising to create that same workout. So that physical adjustment is very much a a workout and requires that extra sleep. Um, Some will notice different sleeping patterns. I used to always go to sleep early and wake up early, and almost right around the first of the year, I started going to sleep at like midnight, and it's like crazy time frame changes. And uh, more water, more f- the food habits will change. So whether you're vegetarian or not, you may find more of a need for protein and mm-hmm. make sure that you're getting that in healthy ways for you. Um, so Because that's, the, that's supporting a lot of the brain changes that we're going through. We're going through really interesting brain changes this year. And, and this is something that is pretty consistent throughout Ascension that you start utilizing your brain in different ways. And part of that is because you're responding more directly 
with the subtle realms. There's a, a frequency shift within your body that opens you up to bandwidths of information that may not seem obvious at first. And there's a couple of ways that you might notice some of this occurring. Um, you might notice the ringing in the ears, which is an indicator because your ears are very sensitive to frequency. You're, um, you might get the ringing because that's going to indicate that you're going through a change and it won't last forever, but you might notice that popping up. Um, and you might notice that it comes and goes because your body is going to go in and out of that. Uh, we talked about the sleep changes or more sleep, more water, diet changes. Um, you might notice changes in relationships where they kind of come out of the blue, uh, big sudden shocks where um, someone either behaves or changes the way that they're behaving very abruptly for, for better or for worse. You know, it, either way, it's, it's opening up new energy because there's some kind of shift that's happening that's going to free up things that were previously suppressed. And this is something that's been going on a lot this year where I've seen people releasing things, and actually it really started um, November and December as well, people releasing things that were long held in family lines um, and things that they hadn't gotten to yet because they were so deeply embedded or deeply suppressed. And suddenly things just started releasing a lot more this year. And that's a response to the energies that are around us, the vibration that's around us physically in the cosmos, but also how we are stepping up to the plate and doing a lot more of the internal work. And that's a shift I started noticing um, throughout last year where I was seeing a lot more light workers really starting to get into their personal healing, which is, does not have to be a focus on dramatic or traumatic things. It's more the, the mindset of I'm willing to do what it takes to shift. So if that means risking my, my creativity and expressing myself, I'm going to do it. If it means looking at something I don't want to look at, I'll do it. And then, of course, you always find that it's easier than you thought it would was. If it means really focusing on more joy, I'll do it. So I noticed that beginning to shift in 2016, and we're seeing the culmination of that as we receive the benefits of letting so much go. When you have these times where it's more physically or emotionally challenging, however you're experiencing that, that's when it's important to remind yourself, oh yeah, I know what this means. It means I'm going through change, and I know what's on the other side of that, more freedom. Mm. That's beautiful, Jamie. And it's interesting for me because the change in relationships, it's really coming, um, it's very noticeable. And there's, if it were one or two people, okay, kind of coincidence, but it's like a wave of people that are happening. But the what I keep getting from it is that as those relationships shift, other times in the past there would have been shifts and walls or shifts and pushing away, or shifts and complete letting go. And what's being called for is to allow the shift, understand the sovereignty that's taken place within you, and still hold a lot of compassion, 
and understanding and actually seeing the other person as the gift that they have been while still holding that compassion, not separation, but allowing the walls to mean to stay down. Um, Not have the default come in to say that we've got to protect or do something or make ourselves right. But there's, there's this, it's so different. It's so fifth dimensional. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've been trying to find the words and compassion and understanding don't quite demonstrate or provide the uh, emotive frequency for what's really happening, the acknowledgement of what we're doing for each other collectively to go Mm -hmm. back into our own sovereignty. Yes, yes. Yeah, um, the that aspect of detached compassion when something is going, you know, something challenging is occurring or, or there's some kind of um, abrupt shift, that helps keep you in that uh, open, peaceful state where you can maintain a sense of connection. And and you you might notice that instead of, going right to blame, you go right to understanding. Or instead of um, looking at it like, oh, no, what, what didn't I do right because that occurred? Some, right. you know, I should have done something differently. That there's just this seamless, continued connection to the perfection that life always is. Whether it looks like a moment of challenge or a moment of glory, it's always an opportunity for more love, more connection, more strength. And to be able to actually do that requires a strength within. That's that sovereignty that, that you're talking about. I, I love that topic of, and that, well, Ariane is calling this year the year of the empowered sovereign. Mm. Oh, wow. Where it's, it's this time frame where because of all of this work that we've been doing, we are much more able to maintain the empowered love that lets someone else or something else be its experience. And we'll, we'll love it from a distance if that's appropriate, or we'll say no or hold a boundary, but still maintain that love, whatever's appropriate. And so this is a really powerful time that can sometimes you know, feel so normal because that's what our body does. It always creates homeostasis. It always goes back to balance. And so something that seems like a big deal just kind of moves into the new normal. Right. I love the new normal. I (laughs) I love the new normal. Oh, it's so awesome. Um, Jamie, can we bring in some... um, do you want to bring in Larians, or do we want to get into a channeled message for the audience and then get into some Q&A? Yeah, let's do that. And I think we're going to actually do some light language as well to kind of help anchor some of these uh, physical adjustments that we're seeing. And some might be experiencing it more emotionally. Um, some might be experiencing it more mentally. But um, to help support these really intense adjustments that we're going through, which are the the beautiful changes that we've created, even though sometimes they're difficult. Beautiful. Blessed beings, as always, 
It is a precious moment when we meet in your awareness. For it is your awareness that shapes life. It is your awareness that merges the time frames that you already have been, that you have yet to experience, and that you always are into your present moment. It is your awareness that shapes your future from the past and the present of the physical realm. It is your awareness that is also connected to all time and no time that allows you to have this experience of linearity and embrace fully the full spectrum of the life that you are and the life that is all around you. The earth's plane is an experience of temporary creation. It is an experience of something starts and something stops. It is an experience Experience of continual movement, continual change, and because it is part of life, continual progress, continual improvement. And as you experience this, you have your linear, finite, conscious nature and your infinite nature which is mostly unconscious, but you are beginning to merge that into your consciousness. You have that finite nature and that infinite nature creating this experience. What you are doing is beginning to look beyond the present moment beyond the physical experience that is and merging that within yourself with the future and the past that also are. That begins to reshape your future and then you begin to reshape for that future. That is the process that you are experiencing very directly now. That you are reshaping to align with your future. You are creating a different vibration within the self to align with the future that you are creating. The time experience on earth now is much more rapid than it was previously for humanity. So you are continuing to change in order to align with the future that you desire at a more rapid pace. You are shifting your resonance to align with a future you that is vastly different than the current you. 
you look at this logically, previously humanity would live in one place, have one vocation. Families would stay close by and they would stay connected. And now you change your location, your vocation. You merge with many more people, some in your physical location, some not. This metaphor represents what you are experiencing now, continual, rapid change. This time, you are creating such a new experience for humanity that the changes that you experience in order to resonate with your future desires sometimes have an intensity to them because it is a rapid change. Yet nurture your physical needs because time responds to you but it is responding to the finite you and the infinite you. So rest when you need rest. Press forward when that is appropriate as well. Because the changes that you are creating are actually changing you. And you are worth that change. You are worth that effort because the future that you are creating supports life to thrive. This is the time of the meek inheriting the earth. The meek are those that have that gentle internal strength that support others rather than feeling such fear that they must dominate others. The meek are those with the true strength, that strength of love that is the power that connects life and nurtures it into thriving. This is what you are creating. This is a powerful and profound time. And as your body and your experiences show that to you, Celebrate the profound work that you have done because you are changing deeply within and you are changing the future. Taking a deep breath. Allowing the light language to work through your higher self, helping you to release and activate as perfect for you. Bandura sestur makturat il. Naturat iru sussukua umat.
nam darat ule halal nishduru. Zona saru matiada taktiru ukwara tiasarat ini. Sharusat ini he ea makua. Dan santu dat ilela ma. Vash daru kasurak ukwa. Son taru tat unahmiir. Kunsharu satura mekuru tua. Dasarat ini he turmehikiam. Dan surasarut anihkaru urkuat ilahet nah. Tandara saktarat iru ama chai. Taina surakeru pat iral. Jaru sektur ma kura ma surat in. Dan saratwuk erut aylerur ma ben surasantunain an. Kanduru ma kura tisara saishtaru laru ma kiaru ma in. Hamaras shaira sarurat an, kandurat ukwalel mat im, basaras tarusaratukwam andirusukwal nishtarasaratiena, chanarat irutukwal. Kum sarush tarasaratia karu am, barutana e kwalele imishtum, men suratektur kwale rumakina. Taking another deep breath. want to share a little of what I was getting during that transmission. Uh, there was quite a bit that was clearing in the second and the third chakras, and I was also feeling a lot in the throat, the clearing from the throat chakra. Um, a lot of strengthening happening that is helping the heart to flow more easily, the heart chakra to flow more easily. And then towards the very end, there was a lot going on with helping the two hemispheres of the brain to work together more freely. Good. I love the light language and the whole messaging. And I'm chuckling over here at the translation of what was being received because that's what I kept getting was heart flow, heart flow. And then there's like these pillars coming together. And strength, and so yeah, each side of the brain coming together as whole. So that was amazing. Beautiful. Ah, wow. Cool. And but with your light language for me, and with the essence of what's brought in, it's yes, it's esoteric, and you know we can say it's on the left side of woo if you want. Um, but a lot of times when we receive information like this. It tends to we there's a propensity to want to translate it in a very linear form and understand it, but the way that you channel it in, Jamie, it's just it's so heart expansive. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it merges the brain with the heart and it opens up all these other channels at the same time. It just comes from a different place. 
yeah. than what I'm used to experiencing. And and, yeah. and for everyone listening on tonight's call, it's um, I'll tell you from my version of that and how I'm tapped in, um, it comes from a very egoless position and really of one that's meaning to be of service and of love and of light. So um, it's amazing. And, and, of course, it's why I resonate towards your work, Jamie. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wow, so beautiful. Jamie, I'd love to open up the queue for some live calls and questions. Are you up for that now? Cool, let's do it. All right, let's do it. Let's go to live callers first. So um, first caller I want to take from Portland, Oregon, telephone number ending in um, 7848. Hi, this is Berta. Thank you you for your gifts. One of the questions I want to ask is, light language everyone who speaks light language are they different like the foreign languages that we have on the planet in the third dimension excellent good question so light language is channeling through your higher self and everybody you're going to naturally access your soul signatures so Mm -hmm. everybody can bring through slightly different things because they they resonate with something different. And then okay. when you're exposed to it enough, you're also going to start to hear some crossover and recognize languages very clearly. Um, so, for instance, someone might have a lot of angelic energy in their soul signature, and so they might mm-hmm. bring through angelic light language, whereas someone else might have a lot of Syrian resonance and so they'll bring through a Syrian language. Well, someone else could actually also have a lot of Syrian um, connection in their uh, Akash, and they could actually even kind of tap into a different layer of a Syrian language, like a different time frame, um, much like you would experience on Earth. Like if you heard English way back in the 15th century, sometimes it's going to be hard to understand if you're accustomed right. to our English. So. Um, that can even happen, that you're tapping into a different time stream. Um, So it's going to be different for different people, and yet there there are going to be some that you're going to recognize a very direct correlation with the languages. I started speaking light language a few years ago, and when I speak it, it sounds like it's a mixture of Arabic and Scandinavian. Mm-hmm. So when I listened to you today, I said, I wonder if her light language is connected to Amoraic, the language spoken by Jesus, because mm-hmm. it had that it had that intonation as if it was an old or ancient Arabic. Yeah, yeah, and so. and that that is something yeah. that um, sometimes will change based on the energies that you're bringing through. Um, And sometimes people are hearing through their filters, like you'll have an audience that some person will hear Native American and another person will hear something Eastern European at the same time. Um, And then, uh, yeah, sometimes you're tapping into lineages that are um, either Earth's ancestral lineages or Mm -hmm. something that seeded that. Okay. That seeded that. So, um, yeah, absolutely. And that's why it's so fascinating to to listen and observe and yet 
keep that open mind because the the purpose of light language, the whole reason that it comes in in languages that we aren't consciously aware of is because we're using the the brain in a different way. It speaks directly to the heart and it bypasses the mental constructs that are based more on outside association. This is, you know, if we got really broad, everything is light and everything is information, but the purpose of light language is that you're using your brain in a different way rather than words you've memorized. That's why light language never comes in a language that you speak because you'd just be using your brain in the same way of memorized words. And then there'd be different associations with it. So it goes right to the heart and it starts clearing things from that level. And so sometimes people are clearing things from a certain time frame and that's why they'll hear light language in that way. Other times that's what we're accessing. So yeah, absolutely. Changes. Thank you. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Excellent question. Um, beautiful. And I kind of want to add to that also, um, because I, I mentioned it also and from my experience, from different speakers and friends that I am familiar with who bring forward very powerful transmissions of light language, there's a different tone to it um, for different people. Some tend to be very mechanical, very structural, metatronic, if you will, um, Others tend to be a combination of both, and then others really tend to come from heart. And there's this flow and this heart expansion that takes place, and um, it's all beautiful yes. and wonderful. And, and you seem to be a beautiful combination of all of them, but really what I feel from Jamie's work is the absolute truth that is unshakable that comes from that heart-love perspective. And so whenever the language comes in, there's always this foundation. It's like, God, it's like this divine combination of feminine, masculine, truth and love that's seeping through um, that undeniably um, seeps in through the roots of our being and filters up to whatever's wanting to blossom um, nourished by that love always, which again is always the emanation of truth. Um, and there's no opposite to it. So it's, it's beautiful. And again, that's my experience of the light languages um, based on hosting a, a couple of handful of, of speakers who bring in light language. Um, okay. So it's amazing. All right, yeah. let's jump on to another live caller here. Next live caller I want to take is from San Diego, California. Telephone number ending in one, two, three, four. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me okay? Sorry. Yes. yes. Thank you. Okay, wonderful. Um, I, well, I guess an, a general question would be, um, is light language something that we can learn or is it something that just kind of spontaneously develops? Mm, good question. Um, it's both. I, it is a process of channeling and um, it will happen spontaneously to some people and it is also something that you can learn because we are all channels. Um, I teach people to channel light language and, and that's something that is absolutely possible for anyone to learn because you're ultimately just opening up your channel and attuning to the frequencies of light language. Um, so 
yes and yes. Anyone can learn it and anyone can spontaneously start having it happen. Okay. And then I guess um, I don't know if this is something you could do more specifically. Is there something – could you help me clear a block? I seem to have a – well, I know I have something going on with my throat chakra and my high heart, but also I, I seem to have this resistance to stillness, which is, I think, getting in the way of my um, developing my uh, or tuning into my channeling ability, which I believe, I, you know, as you said, we all have it. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's something you could help me with. So um, do you sit and meditate or you don't like to because you have that block to stillness? You know, I try, and I, I also um, am in shamanic uh, practice, so I, you know, I attempt journeys. I just feel like I'm not making the connection. It's not really um, flowing. Um, so I, I get discouraged, and then I don't take the time to sit as much. So I do feel there is that resistance. Yeah. And, and I'm sorry, um, you forgot your name when you started. What is your name? Oh, I'm sorry. It's Nicole. Nicole. Okay. I'm so glad you brought this up, Nicole. This is such a beautiful topic. We all meditate differently. We all meditate differently. And um, this is why I wanted you to voice that, because what I feel from you is you're going to get in touch with that meditative experience when you're moving rather than sitting. And then once you get in touch with that, you're going to feel more comfortable sitting and meditating, but it'll probably be shorter time frames. And then you'll also start to notice that information is flowing, so when it's time to do a shamanic journey, you're very connected, but you stay engaged because the information is flowing. And I'm getting big chills on this. This is awesome, and I know others need to hear this Ooh. as well. So to help you with that connection, Find some ways of movement that create joy for you. So it might be dancing. It might be walking in nature. It might be playing with children or animals. But something that is a little more active for someone else, it might be drawing. I'm being shown that as well. Recognize that that is a meditative state. It's just a different form of it. And as you let yourself have that freedom, you're going to naturally connect more and more. Now, those things I mentioned, are any of those things that you're like, oh my gosh, I love doing that. I've always loved dancing or or anything like that. Have have you had a resonance with any of those things before? Well, I like the walking in nature and something with drawing or painting or something uh, Mm -hmm. creative and artistic. Mm -hmm. Yes. So begin by using those as your meditation um, so that you're consciously recognizing that you are in a moment of connection during those times. And and that's going to help open up that sense that there's not just one way to do things. And as you honor your natural ways, then you can more easily experience you know, sitting and meditating the, the more traditional way but perhaps in shorter time frames than some others might. And and that's perfectly okay. fine too. Good. Because okay, wonderful. That's... Because I don't feel blocks in you like mm. you can't connect. I feel oh. that block that you're not recognizing your connection. And that was uh, the key. 
is that don't try to fit yourself into someone else's box and, <laughs> and honor yours, and then you'll find that you can cross over into those in ways that are helpful for you. Okay, great. Thank you. That feels good. Thank you. Really Thanks, Nicole. It. All right. Take care. Oh, Thank awesome. Thank you. Beautiful, Nicole. Thank you. I love it, Jim, and I love that you brought that aspect up because what if a block isn't really a block but really an invitation to switch things up and to get into our flow as opposed to somebody else's prescribed flow because it happened to work for them. Yes. Yes. So. And it's great to try lots of different things, and sometimes it does take some effort. Like if you're used to doing one thing one way, you know, it takes a little bit of time to get used to doing something a different way. But don't try to just jam yourself into that way if it's not if it's not natural. Yeah. Right. Beautiful. Beautiful. Awesome question, Nicole. And to add to um, the question earlier, and, and I think this is important. It, wow, it's like, okay, I know a lot of you guys know light language, but sometimes going to the basics is really good. Um, so Celia from Houston's writing in, and not necessarily that's basic, but it's a very valid question. What if I don't understand light language? Will that change? I just don't get it at all. Um, wondering if you can help bring some more understanding to that. And I mm. would add to that, is it important that I understand it, or if I don't understand it, how can I? Yeah. Excellent. So um, it it occurs differently for all different types of people. Some people can't transmit it yet, but they can translate it. They understand it. And I know other people that are the complete opposite. They can transmit it, but they can't translate it. And yet, it's possible that we do both. And no matter what's occurring in your experience, keep that open joyfulness to it and let it unfold like discovery. Um, And keep that open mind of, hey, this can change. I don't understand it right now, but that can change. And if it doesn't, that's okay because you're, you definitely have the ability to discern what you're drawn to and what you're not drawn to. And, and that heart connection is that most important part that we're really growing right now. And this is another one of the beautiful facets of light language is it's part of us becoming more empowered sovereigns as we are using more of our internal discernment rather than just what we've been taught from the outside. So it can absolutely change that you can begin to discover more of what's being transmitted, but more so allow it to speak to your heart and your emotions and follow what you feel drawn to because that openness and that interaction with the light language is going to help you heal and release and activate things very naturally because your higher self is activating the encodements. So it definitely can change. The way that I recommend um, doing that, and I talk about this, like a whole chapter of it in my book because it's so important, is look at what you're feeling. Look at what you're sensing rather than what do those words mean. So rather than it being a linear translation, which sometimes it is, uh, sometimes it's not, but... Absolutely, sometimes it is. Let it be broader information like I feel drawn to it or I don't feel drawn to that right now. Um, you get into more detail when you start going, oh, I felt, I felt something pulling in my heart. I felt 
a connection or a sense of home or a sense of recognition, even though I don't recognize the words. Um, I felt tears, tears started flowing, and I don't feel sad, or, or I did feel sad, but I don't know why. So look for that broad information, and that helps you recognize that, oh, I am getting some kind of information. And then that will keep you open to uh, more and more interaction and understanding of it as time goes on. Beautiful. And to share a story, I actually went to go, um, I was in Sedona a few months back. God, I think it was in October. And um, I was with a friend, and she and I um, had dinner with Jamie, and then the next day went on a hike. And my friend had never been exposed to light language or or this type of work before. She She's very open to receiving, um, but she just wasn't familiar with um, our type of platform, if you will. And while we were getting ready to go on the hike, park the car, and getting ready to go out to the shaman's cave, um, right when we exited the car, Jamie started getting this message and started channeling light language. Um, And my friend didn't know why. And it just came up out of nowhere for her, but these flow of tears, and she could not stop crying. And she felt all this huge wave of emotion spring from her when she heard that tone and she got so out of her head and allowed herself to flow with the beauty of what was being transmitted and the truth of it, um, it shifted her forever. She's not the same person and she's, um, again, she was always open, but she's even more open to new experiences and how that shifted her has been amazing. Um, But she didn't have to know. She didn't even know what light language was. We didn't talk about that until after she had the experience. So it's amazing. It's amazing what it shifts and what it opens up and the flow that it helps to facilitate. Yeah. Yeah, real direct heart communication, and it stirs memories as well. Like there's that sense of, oh, my gosh, I recognize something. I recognize something. It's home. It's it's available. It's uh, love that just really stirs a great opening. It's been Mm. fascinating. (laughs) Such a beautiful experience. I have to ask this question from Michelle in Stanley, New York. Michelle, thank you, because the same thing has happened to me, similar anyway. Um, Michelle wants to know if these energies that are coming up, if they can be part of the cost for her getting not only her first cold in five years, but the second cold two weeks afterwards, even though she eats healthy, all her habits are fantastic, and nothing has really changed that would seem to really affect her body in a negative way. Um, from what she's been accustomed to. Yes. Yeah, I wish we could all see everybody's hand raised. Raise your hand if you've right. gotten a cold or a flu, something like that recently. <laughs> yep. I had the exact same experience where I got a cold, flu, sinus infection type of thing, and it was intense, and I haven't had that happen in I don't know how long. Um, and it it was definitely a result of ascension and your body responding to it. And yet sometimes it genuinely is a flu or a cold or, um, you know, a physical thing that your body has, has created. But it's a response to the intensity of the energies that we've been going through. Those um, have a couple of different effects. One, um, they stimulate a lot of relief because anything that creates a lot of mucus response 
you're letting go of old resentments. You're letting go of um, things that have kept you feeling that life is bigger or harder than you can handle. That's a lot of what's connected in with that. Um, and then the the high fever, the, the things that burn things out of your body, you're burning off a lot of energy at that time. And sometimes um, a, a virus itself will adjust you in ways that are appropriate for your higher path of evolution. And doesn't matter how it occurred for you. I did not get a virus this time, but the the symptoms that occurred were perfect for the big release that I was going through. And I also, I knew other healers that um, were experiencing the same thing. Oh, my God, I'm so sick. I can't believe it. I had to cancel sessions at one point. Mm-hmm. I've never, I don't remember the last time I did that. It was, <laughs> I got sick yes. also. I, yeah, I got sick, body aches, chills, and it happened for two days, and it was gone, and I haven't been sick in years. Yeah, yeah. Years. And now raise your hand again if you were like, oh, no, what did I do wrong? Oh, yes. No, it wasn't that. It was just a big release happening with the body, and that physical response had to occur because that was the thing that was going to move the most quickly. And that can be frustrating. It doesn't seem like it's the quickest or best choice, but your your higher self knows what's going to give you the the amount of change that is appropriate for you. And sometimes those colds and flus are the fastest way to do that. Well, and I want to give permission to the frustration as it comes up because that's also releasing judgment that we've had that we experienced growing up that, it's not okay for us to have certain emotions come up and that we have to repress it, um, but also stand. And again, it's what was channeled earlier for us. It's, it's an invitation into the love that's coming through and the recognition of it. So know that that frustration is a component of love expressed in an energy that we've repressed but wants to be expressed to lead you forward into a new awareness of who you truly are and the love that's available to you. Yes, beautifully said. Beautifully said. That that authenticity with your emotions and letting yourself feel anything is so important because those negative things aren't defining you. It's just something releasing. And when you can love and nurture yourself, no matter what you're experiencing, then you're, you're strengthening your compassion and letting life have its full flow rather than keeping something repressed. Excellent. I, I call them spiritual tantrums sometimes because I go into I that phase of like, why me? No! And, and I quickly realized, oh, wow, that's a quick release. I'll take yeah. that anytime. <laughs> right? It's, it's like, oh, I'm, wait, I'm, I'm like sprinting this marathon. Thank you very much. Yes. Yes. Um, and I have a lot of gratitude for it. And I look and I go, oh, something's up and it's coming up and it's purging. That's cool. Yes. Uh, yes. Let's go. Yep, um, yep. Because I know what the other side is going to look like. I felt it enough. How many of you guys have suffered enough that you know what it's like on the other side already? And can we have gratitude for the other side? Because if we're going through any bits of that, it's processing in a matter of hours or days instead of a matter of months or years. The time yes. frame is really speeding up. Yes. 
Yeah. You know, Ariane said it a specific way in a recent channeling that I just loved hearing. When, when you feel good, you're in a time of creating. It's just natural to what you're doing. When you feel bad, you're in a time of readjustment. And you're still creative. You're still in a perfect flow. It's just an indicator. Oh, excellent. Something's readjusting. Something's purging. Something's releasing. I know it's on the other side of it. Beautiful. I love that. Absolutely love that. All right. I want to jump on another call. And, guys, we have to review Jamie's special offer, so we'll do that in a second also and take more calls and questions as well afterwards because there's – this is so much in the flow right now, Jamie. I'm, it's again I the timing of your appearance is so perfect. Cause my heart and I can feel people, it, you guys as the listeners, I can feel your heart relaxing into this. Um, and you guys are just mirrors for what's going on for me. So thank you for showing up for me, by the way. Um, and that's a joke, um, <laughs> but not. <laughs> Next caller I want to take is from Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Cell phone number ending in seven three one five. Hello. Hi, welcome to the call. Hi, can you hear us? Hello. You're definitely there. You want to say hi to Jamie and ask your question? Hello. Looks like we're not getting... Jamie, are you there? No, I'm here. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, hon, <laughs> New Hampshire, I'm sorry. I'll have to come back to you, see if we can get you back. Um all right, well, then I'm guided to go to Oceanside, California next. Telephone number ending in 3240. Hi. Hello. Hi. My name is Heather. How are you? Hi, Heather. <laughs> this Doing is good. great. Um, well, this is random because, John, I've been listening to your radio show for a while, and this is the first time I've ever been called as a caller, so thank you. <laughs> oh, thanks Yay. for calling in. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, I love your I love your show. I love your heart and um Jamie has been amazing your light language. Uh wow. Never experienced that and it really hit me in my heart and my body. So thank you for opening me to um a new experience of ascension. Um well, my question I don't know if it's appropriate or not, but um it's more about I personally have been experiencing a lot of the physical symptoms of ascension. And it's been pretty intense. And what I find is that the more it feels like the more spiritual I become, the more it's hard to maintain my physical body. And I feel like I backslide a lot into um, kind of like physical degradation or just degrading. Um, and so that it gets really hard to maintain on a physical level as I feel like I'm spiritually growing. So... And I don't think I'm the only one kind of going through this process, you know, as things are being released. But um, it's just more like, and I don't know, like I said, if this is appropriate to ask or not, but, you know, how do you decipher with, well, I'm just going to go with my intuition versus, well, maybe that's actually hurting the physical body that needs to be maintained to keep progressing on a spiritual level? Mm, Beautiful question. This is this is a really important one, Heather, because it it happens to so many people and it gets confusing, especially because you're in a process of spiritual opening and there's a lot of beautiful things that happen, but then it seems like, oh my gosh, what what happened? Did I do something wrong? Because there's so much challenge. 
And mm-hmm. there's the reason that that happens is because as you open up and you make those conscious choices for your betterment, you very naturally start to release things that are no longer resonant with you. You start releasing things from your past, your childhood, your family line, your Akashic records even farther back that are no longer resonant. And it doesn't always have to be overwhelming, but you're you're at a time right now where there's quite an intensity to a lot of fast movement. So I'm going to give you some recommendations to help nurture yourself through it and nurture the physical body as well as your um, your thoughts and your emotions because it tends to start to make the mind want to spin into, I need a solution, I must have done something wrong, or, um, you know, why is everybody else blissed out and I'm in pain? It, so it it has some effects that you can let go of when you feel more comfortable knowing that you're on the right track. So one of the things that we talked about earlier is reminding yourself that your spiritual opening is like a workout. It is like going to the gym. Now, it doesn't mean that it replaces going to the gym, but it's like a workout. So you are going through a lot of physical effort just to let go of old things that aren't even in your conscious mind. And when you mitigate that with some support and nurturance, it flows very smoothly. Or I'm sorry, I should not say it flows very smoothly. That's a little bit of a misnomer. It can flow smoother, and sometimes it feels really smooth, and other times it feels like, oh, i got to sleep more. Oh, I have to eat more. Oh, this relationship changed. But you find that very quickly you get back into balance. So right now some things that you can do to help mitigate that energy is um, some very slow effort that's supportive. I see walking in nature for you and drinking more water. Um, and the there's some other components with water for you of connecting with your water and talking to your water so that mm-hmm. you're getting more of your energy and your supportive energy into your body. So mm-hmm. a moment of gratitude with your water will help boost a lot of that love flow and replenish you more easily with your water. Um, mm-hmm. You're going through a lot of release of um, some ancestral things in your very close family. And so mm-hmm. you might be noticing things in your joints or things that feel like soreness in the more a little bit more in the bones and the physical muscles. Mm-hmm. And that's going to keep flowing more easily as you're feeling more nurtured. And then a little okay. bit of quiet time um, is going to be really helpful for you as well. Are you meditating um, daily yeah. right now? Yeah, and I meditate that, for... Mm-hmm. What does that feel yeah, like? I'm, How's that going? Um. It's it's changing a little bit. Before it used to be over an hour, and now it's maybe a little bit less than an hour. And it's just very it feels very intense. It's a lot of light coming through, um, sitting quiet. Um, there's a little bit of resistance of wanting to start the last couple of days, but mm-hmm. maybe it's just needing to change it up. So I do a little bit of things before, and then I start 
Um, and then I'm always feeling very tired afterwards. I have to lay down for at least 20 minutes, half an hour, just because I feel so blasted. <laughs> yes. And and so you're, um, you can still maintain a very good pace of your opening and activation with a little less meditation. Um, your body is naturally telling you, I need a break right now. That's why you've had the trouble stopping and starting, I mean, t- trouble starting lately. So mm-hmm. take that break and then go back into ways that feel, um, time frames that feel replenishing. And sometimes it's okay. You're going to go through some times where you're like meditate and you feel a little tired afterwards. But overall, it should feel more consistently nurturing. So give mm-hmm. yourself a break from time to time and then some shorter meditations from time to time so that you're feeling more replenished and not not staying in a constant state of activation but allowing the integration to happen. And that's going to help mm-hmm. your physical body right there. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. Thank you so much for your call and for listening to BTO and God. You have to come back and listen to Jamie again. Uh, guys, we're going to run the replay all weekend long. We're not done with today's call. There's so much more coming up. But I just want to remind you, we'll, we'll come back and listen to Light Language, enter this call, and uh, the vibration that's being offered and the invitation to go into where their heart space really ignites all this facilitation and smoother flow, like Jamie stated, um, into what's coming up for all of us. Because we are, guys... And that's one thing I want to mention, Jamie. A lot of times it feels like we're alone on an island going through this. And just be aware that collectively, and especially the more aware you are, the more noticeable it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, we're all feeling these symptoms. We're all tired. Our diets are changing. Our meditation habits um, that we've incorporated, if we have or intended to, um, they're asking to adjust according to how we're adjusting on an individual basis as well. And that's a dance in the flow um, that if we just slow down and pay enough attention to and don't get into rigid regimen about it um, can really help us. Um, and actually, Heather, while you're on the line, I want to mention this as well. Jamie, it's been big for me. Um over the last couple of weeks, how much our environment is either facilitating or making us feel more of the struggle with the ascensions that we're going through because our brains pick up and our hearts pick up on so much subtle information that we're not even aware of that if we're put in an environment that seems hectic for our system and we feel it there, what's that really doing to us on a holistic component far beyond what we can see and perceive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's always a constant balance of can I handle my environment and how do I strengthen to handle my environment? Because especially when you're going through an, a big opening or a big adjustment, you really have to nurture and it serves you to kind of cocoon from harsher environments. And um then, you know, sometimes you have some things where you're like, okay, I have to go to work. I'm going to be sitting in fluorescent lights. So how can I find some ways to nurture and strengthen through that? And, and so observe the things that you can do to help support your body and your process even while you're interacting. And so if it's a time of pulling back more, let yourself pull back more. 
If it's a time of, I don't have a choice, I have to go to work for this time frame, then find some things like your 10-minute break is walking outside or you're standing near a window just soaking in some real light. Um, Anything that you can do to nurture yourself and strengthen yourself and find that healthy balance of, I'm not... I'm not able to handle this environment right now, so I have to honor that. And and even finding ways to work with your adjustments so that they're a little smoother for you. But know that sometimes you're going to go through these little peaks where you have to readjust and change things in order to strengthen. That I think we often overlook that integration period. And if you look at uh, building muscles, this is that same thing. I, I use this analogy a lot, especially with healthy boundaries. The You can't just go work out once and be like, great, I'm done for life. I'm just going to lift the biggest weight and that's it. That's all I need to do. Um, mm-hmm. You have to consistently work with your body and give it time to rest. You have to have those integration periods. Um, a, a muscle builder would never go do legs, the same muscles, two days in a row. They they do something different to help support the whole flow. And I think we need to give ourselves more breaks sometimes. And that's part of what this energy has felt like. Slow down some because that's where you really get to, that's where you really get to see what's coming in the distance. Back to that analogy that Ariane used in a channeling of being in a train. If you're just looking, what's right outside? What's going on? It looks like a blur. But if you look a little farther ahead or you look deeper within, you're going to let things slow down a little bit even though you're moving at the same pace. Mm. Beautiful. And again, for me, it's also giving myself permission to do the things that my heart's calling. It may not seem like I have time or it's out of the way, but if I'm called to go jump in the ocean or go to Kirtan and do puja or to jump on one of Jamie's light language webcasts, um, give yourself the time and the freedom and create space to jump into an environment that's also supportive of where you're going. So it's not always necessarily pushing away what doesn't serve, but also asking what feels good and what would support me. And it could be lying in bed for two hours. I mean, whatever. Mm-hmm. But really listening and having intimacy um, with the knowing that your body and your heart have and allowing that to drive you um, as opposed to trying to repeat what worked in the past. Yeah. As expansive and wonderful as that could have been, there's new stuff coming in and how wonderful to explore that and to get to play with it, including all aspects of ourselves that are asking to to join us on the journey in a different way. So it's amazing, amazing. Uh, Jamie, guys, again, I'm still going to take more live calls, but Mm -hmm. we have to go through Jamie's offer because it's so wonderful and it's so perfect for what we're all experiencing right now and the invitation that we have um, to really open up and play in a whole different way, um, an expanded, beautiful way that really fills our hearts. So, Everyone on the call, listen to the replay. It's click on the special offer button or go to beyondtheordinaryshow.com forward slash Jamie 12, number 12. It'll take you to that same web page. Um, and Jamie, it, tell us what you put together for the show. I, I've read through it and it's, it sounds amazing and I can't wait to partake. 
Yeah, you know, it was so funny to me when I was putting it together because I'm I'm always guided to what's what's the package is supposed to be and it wasn't until I had finished it where I was like, "Oh my gosh, look at that." I mean, it's perfect for the timing right now. I just was blown away. Um so the the whole product is about being the change. And um, one of the profound things about this time is that it it really is about our inner resonance and being, even though doing is still going to occur. We're in the physical realm. And so, of course, this is a reference to that beautiful quote from Gandhi of be the change that you want to see in the world. Um, so this is an in-depth shifting of your internal resonance, your internal perceptions, and how you're dealing with your life so that you're, uh, you're experiencing the change that you're creating. Now, this whole um, series, it's about it's a, over eight hours of channeled information, um, me obviously talking in English of, of how to apply things into life and direct experiences. And of course, there's light language and crystalline soul healing frequencies to help you release and activate as appropriate for you. I always love taking the esoteric and making it very practical. And so that's what this series does. Um, of co- the first item is a live call on Monday the 17th. We're going to do a live call, 90 minutes, where I'll be taking your direct questions and things that you came across either with the materials or things that you're having trouble changing in your own life. And so we'll work with some of those directly during that call. Um, this next item is a, it's called Soothe Your Soul. And this is that core of nurturing yourself so that you're replenished and able to handle life. So that if it's a moment that's calling for softness, you're strong enough for that softness. If it's a moment that's calling for strength, you're flexible enough for that strength. And this helps life to feel much more soothing because you begin recognizing how supported you are, not only from within, that's what creates that openness to receive from the outside as well. Which leads into the next item, which is open to receiving. This is one of the challenges that um, I find many light workers have, myself included, that it's all about giving, which is wonderful. That's never going to change. It's the core of who you are. But it's the receiving that allows you to replenish so that you can expand and continue to give. That's that full flow, the balance that life always needs to have. So this helps you open to receive more so that you can enjoy the experiences that you're having and feel replenished to be able to continue creating and that full give and receive with life. This next item is called the power to change. And of course it starts by saying change is always good. And it always is. It's just not always easy. Um, There's change in all different kinds of ways. And when you find that, that openness to experience life, you recognize that you have a natural um, capability 
that is inherent to all of life, that we are stronger than we seem sometimes. And it's that vulnerability that is actually a strength growing. So this helps you um, work with that constant ebb and flow of life, that constant change, so that you feel comfortable moving through life easily. Everything begins to be fun. Even those moments like we talked about earlier where it's a time of release or it's a time of challenge, you have that that detached compassion that's like, oh, yeah, I know what's on the other side of this. Wow, look at how strong I am to be able to even experience this and recognize it. Yes, change becomes easier. The next item is called Free to Be Me. And this is the... Um, that core of really honoring your uniqueness. This is where life stops being about competition and starts being about co-creation and sharing and nurturing and thriving, where you are really honoring your beautiful perfection and the uniqueness that you bring here to earth. Life starts to feel much more creative and you start to feel free, even within experiences that may not have seemed that way before, that it is absolutely um, possible to have the structures of life feel free within them and then the structures begin to change to support your freedom. Love that class. The next class, the next item is called Inspired Action and this helps you more with that mental aspect of when do I take action? When is it time to... Um, step in a direction? When is it time to stop? When is it time to wait? Can I have patience as things are growing so that you feel safe to create and you don't over-control yourself? You don't try to over-control life? You begin to trust your flow and, and you start to discern that difference of your intuition. When is something for now? When is something for the future? So that your actions are inspired for your best path of creating, which is much more natural to us than we've been taught. And this last item is culminates all of this together. It's called Being the Change. And this is integrating that full scope of trusting yourself, trusting life, honoring your uniqueness, so that you begin to hold your resonance no matter what you're experiencing. And yes, you'll still have times, just like we talked about, where you're like, wow, I can't handle this environment. It's time for me to nurture myself. And plenty of environments where you just won't choose to be there because it's not what brings you joy. But that you will start to recognize that your boundaries are maintained no matter what your environment is and you begin to shift the world around you. You begin to shift your experience, and the world starts to resonate more with the love that you are. The shift that we're going through right now is all about, just how Ariane said it, the meek inherit in the earth, where that compassion is starting to lead us, connection is starting to lead us, and that requires some... Uh, healthy boundaries so that you are honoring your resonance and flowing into the world without a need to control it and letting your actions flow from your love. 
So this whole series is bringing all of that into a way that becomes very applicable in your life and you start to uh, support your own change, which then creates that ripple effect changing the world around you. And of course, you can go back and listen to these um, repeatedly because every time you interact with the light language, the crystalline soul healing frequencies, your energy field is different. So you're going to release or you're going to activate as appropriate for your current moment. So they'll continue supporting you. And sometimes, even with the information, you pick something up at a certain time and you're like, whoa, I needed to hear this right now, even though I've already heard it before. Now it makes fuller sense to me. So it will uh, continue to work with you wherever you are in your stage of growth. This is, I love that how you put this together. And you're such a great teacher and such an amazing channel. But did you do this intentionally or were you or the alchemy that you've created in the series of these courses? Because it's really obvious to me because it's following what's happening to me and the awarenesses that I'm getting and how I'm expanding to those awarenesses. Mm. But there's, yeah, and, and I'll just share with you the soothing your soul and me actually stepping in and easing into what's coming up and, and really coming from, for me it's for like the sense of innocence and learning that it's that innocence that's really the catalyst for the awareness. Yeah. And, the, and then receiving it and receiving it's also a component of giving because the, there's always one and the other. It's not either or. It's happening yeah. simultaneously. So to open to that, especially for those of us, again, as empaths, intuitives, that are so used to giving, this aspect is actually part of being able to give more, believe it or not. Um, but it comes from this, from this space of innocence that builds upon the power to change. And when we have that, it just, again, it keeps building and opens up more. And the flow to change and the receiving of that, knowing that it's in grace and a benefit not only to ourselves but to everyone else around me, which then gives us permission to just be us because we know in that grace we're giving and receiving more. It's just, it's so beautiful. And then what do we do all that? A lot of times we get to that point and we don't know what to do with that information. We get stuck in a void between the old and the new and it gets to be confusion. But then to have your inspired action teleclass and then the being the change teleclass that adds purpose on top of that, it's, it's like this formula that's sprouting up in the way that you've laid this out. So I saw this and I just smiled like, oh, my God, she hit the nail on the head um, with what's going on. So th this is amazing. For, and for everyone listening, guys, amazing class. I can't wait to take part of this. It's $97. There's a two-payment option, a 30-day money-back guarantee, and it is so relevant and so amazing that you've created this at this time, Jamie. So thank you. Thank you. I was surprised when it came out. <laughs> <laughs> Once I, because it it was intuitive, it wasn't something that I pre-planned. And then when I saw it all together, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so pertinent for right now. It's amazing. And again, it's alchemical. There's something mm -hmm. about the way that it's laid out that one layer adds to the next, then adds to the next, and it's just it's expansive. It's organic and holistic, yet very um very 
alchemical in its nature for our shift in energy and awarenesses and what we're stepping into. So amazing. I'm so glad you created this. Again, guys, you can get to the special offer by clicking on the special offer button. It's a $97 offer. It's huge. Um, it's two payment options, 30-day money-back guarantee, more light language transmission, the crystalline soul healing, um, channeled information, and, of course, Jamie, who's just awesome by herself, period, anyway. Um, so I hope you take advantage of this. Um, and once you do sign up, by the way, you start receiving um, the downloads right away and get to interact before the live teleclass takes place. So um, what a great way to prep to be able to ask Jamie questions as you continue to grow through this information and evolve from wherever you are now um, because there will be questions and there will be things that come up and to have our mind soothed as well as we go into that expansion. Um, again, it's a beautiful offering. Take advantage of it. Um, and with that, Jamie, I'd love to open up to some more questions from the webcast if you're up to it. Absolutely. All right. Fantastic. So I've been guided to you from the very beginning of the call, but here we go. I'm going to Bristol, Rhode Island. Telephone number. Well, hold on a second. I hope you didn't hang up. Bristol hung up. Well, there you go. It's Well, you know, I'm going to try Portsmouth, New Hampshire one more time. Telephone number is ending in 7315. Hello. Hello. Hi. Welcome, welcome back. Hi. How are you guys? Good. How are you awesome. doing? Oh, my God. This call is so awesome. You guys are, like, so strong. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> so what's, what's your question for Jamie? And thank you. Yes. Um. I don't know. I just, like, I feel like I'm coming into my power, and I just wanted to know what you felt or... Really? I don't know. Phone number for Bristol or Barry Temp. Do they come up as different? No, sometimes they're the same. Can you look at Oh, hold on a second here. We're having issues with Bristol. Hold on. Looks like we had two calls in the same thing. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, I was getting really now. confused there. Really? <laughs> oh my god. Okay, New Hampshire. Here we go. We're back to you. Okay, and, and okay. tell me your name, please. This is Kendra. Hi, Kendra. Hello. And and will you repeat your question? Uh, it got really confusing there for just a moment. It did. So, about that. Yeah. Um, so basically, I feel like I'm coming into my power and um, just trying to figure out how to make my next move from, like, the career I've been in, and, okay. like, it's, like, balancing everything, because I've been having, like, a spiritual awakening, and, like, really tuning into that the last few years, and I feel like I'm at my next step, you know? Excellent. Good. Good. So, um, what is the career that you're wanting to move into? So I want to do more with, like, healing arts and, like, physical therapy and yoga, like, that kind of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I, so I don't know. It's just so difficult to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. It gets difficult to figure out because it seems like um, there's a lot of unknown. And the the way that you actually start to figure it out is by experiencing things because you're going to find the things that you really resonate with 
And then you're also going to find what has momentum to it, what kind of doors are starting to open, what are you really feeling drawn to. And Mm -hmm. this is the powerful part of these times is we things are moving so much more quickly that as we start to follow our joy more, we're moving through things like fears and blocks that kept us from knowing. And we're also beginning to learn how to communicate more with life. And this is where that inspired action call goes into a lot of detail because there are ways to read the clues of life and recognize what you're actually feeling drawn to and what actually has viability that has to be a moment-by-moment thing. Because to read an energy field and say, oh, this is your life path, that could absolutely change. Or to Mm. tell yourself, this is what I want to do, could actually be limiting you in ways that um, you don't know until you start experiencing things and letting life speak back to you. So next steps then would be start feeling into what would it be like to learn to teach yoga? What would it be like to... Um, go through physical therapy school, what, and then let your emotions talk back to you and show you those next steps. So right. when you think about that, what has the most juice for you right now? Probably the yoga, definitely. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So yeah. have you tried um, like finding how to, how to learn to teach yoga or going through one of those courses? Have you started there yet? Well, yeah, I, I was just in Florida visiting, and I went to the old yoga school I went to, and I really like it there. And But I live in New Hampshire right now, so mm-hmm. I was trying to save up my money to, like, move back to Florida and, like, take the course. Mm-hmm. And I also used to work there, so I talked to my old job, and they said I could work part-time there. Excellent. Good. So I've definitely planned it out a little bit, but I'm mm-hmm. just... I'm trying Excellent. to save up enough money, you know, to do yeah. it. And it's just, I'm not very good at that, saving up money. <laughs> and, and, you know, this is part of that integration thing because sometimes those that timing is perfect. And this is what I feel for you is that timing is more perfect than you're giving yourself credit for because what you're doing right now is you're you're tying up some loose energetic ends that will make the next transformation easier for you. Because, you know, yoga learning to teach yoga is an intensive healing process in and of itself, as you well know. So mm-hmm. you're actually going through a time frame that's appropriate for the pace. You will know if that changes because your emotions will start to talk to you. And you'll start, life will start to talk to you in other ways, like you'll hear an advertisement about a class there in New Hampshire. Or you'll start seeing how things are shifting in, um, in a different way. But that's not what life is telling you. Right now, life is telling you, yeah, you can go to Florida and that's ready and waiting. And so, Focus with the knowing that you're creating that and not letting yourself stress on the time frame because that just pulls some of that energy in and creates more worry rather than flow. 
Right. Okay. Thank you. Good. But you're you're right on track listening to those clues. So good for you. You know you're opening thank up you. those next steps and you're taking them. Excellent. Oh, thank you. Good job. Oh, fantastic. I've worked so hard. Like, I'm just ready, you know. You are. Mm-hmm. You are. Thank and you. don't let this little short time frame of prepping some things um, be lost on you. Like, just enjoy it. Like, gosh, yeah, I'm cleaning up some loose ends. Look at how strong mm. I am. Oh, thank you. You're so nice. Good. It's coming. It's perfect time. Oh, yeah. Awesome. I love your show. Thank you so much. You guys are awesome. Thank you. And I love the conversations. You're awesome Bye, also. Guys. Thanks for calling in. That was perfect. Bye-bye. Uh, thank you. So awesome. Yeah. Jamie, I'm guided to this next question. And before I want to get to that, I just want to remind everybody that the replay will be up a little bit later this evening. We'll send the link out for that. You can always access replays at beyondtheordinaryshow.com forward slash replay. And, of course, Jamie's special alchemical formula for how to lead into this new dimension that we're stepping into or dimensions um, because I think we're going even further beyond than what we think we are. We're tapping into different ones. Um, in the special offer, it's take advantage of it. It's awesome. It's just so relevant. Um, you can get there by clicking on the special offer link or by going to beyondtheordinaryshow.com forward slash Jamie 12, Jamie and the number 12. I wanted to take this one question because I think it's so relative for everyone listening. Um, because I think we're all experiencing various degrees of it, even though we may not even be familiar that that's what's happening. Um, but Nadia from Belgium is wrote in, Jamie, how can I handle situations that I find difficult or feel afraid of? I've judged myself, and I can't always handle that already. Can you give me some good advice on how to embrace this aspect or transition through it um, with more grace? Mm, beautiful. Big hug to you, Nadia. That is a wonderful question because um, there's a lot of intensity coming up right now. And uh, the that self-nurturance is a really important key. But, of course, what so many of us find is life can sometimes get in the way and it's hard to find that time to let yourself process through the things that are coming up. Um, When you asked that question, Nadia, um, what I was feeling for the collective, not just you, but for the people that are hearing that question, is there's a lot of tears on board that really could use some release. One of the things about lightworkers, empaths, sensitive people. We are sensitive because we naturally have a strength. And you you get born with sensitivity because you're going to have opportunities to let that compassion flow and strengthen yourself in order to maintain your compassion flow. So we have uh, our own stuff that we're healing through and we have the things that are going on in the world. And sometimes it's about nurturing yourself to let some tears flow. Other times it's about nurturing yourself to let laughter flow. 
And you're going to know what is necessary for you because life is going to kind of show you that. I have what I call my go-tos. When I need some tears, I can feel they're on board, whether it's my stuff or some collective stuff that I'm picking up. I let those tears flow. So I use dance, I use music, I use movies, I use people. You know, I chat with my friends that I know I can talk to about some something and let things flow. Um, so I'm astute to letting those emotions move out. Um, when I need laughter, again, I, I will YouTube comedians, I'll talk to funny friends, I'll imagine things in my head, I'll listen to happy music, and I'll let that flow. But there's there's a lot of work that's going on from light workers. Nadia, you're a huge light worker bringing a lot of love to the earth. And sometimes that love is going to flow out in tears. And you got to let those flow when that's appropriate because that's how your love releases into the world in that moment. So let it flow. Because another moment, your laughter your strength and your compassion is going to support you and it's going to support others around you to be able to find their joy. So listen to your emotions really carefully and find some things that support you so that you can let things flow easily. That's a big part of supporting yourself and you're going to find everything easier to handle after that. I'm going to do a light language transmission to help this move because this is some beautiful energy shifting and and love flowing in all kinds of ways. Whatever you are feeling in that moment, it is helping you to strengthen, to access more of the love that you truly are. So take in a deep breath. Thank 
Om. Om Sharu Mekturutul. Sandarat Enuk Tari Masustari. Salheretedeknenumat Iru Kaimasunem An. Janur Maktai Lale Erumastait. Koratuktam Uramaim. Sum shantu sai makturael, gan suranem ukua, pa tanshara satiat. Good. Taking another deep breath. share a little of what I was experiencing during that. Um, I could feel a lot moving in the heart and the high heart. And that high heart is the aspect of the heart that is unaffected by the human realm. It's your connection into that pure divinity that you are. I was feeling that opening as some things were clearing from the heart chakra. There was a lot going on in the right side of the brain. Um, there was also a lot that was releasing that was fear-based and um, a lot that was releasing from the idea of who we are. And they were speaking very directly in that transmission at times and talking about your dual nature and how this plane of duality is something that on a very deep level you understand very clearly. And when you experience it from the human realm, that mask of, of forgetting is what you are peeling away to remember through this experience. That honoring of yourself and that honoring of others and this experience of life helps create that connection so that you move past duality of separation and understanding the perfection of this realm and helping it to integrate to the next level. When you understand uh, your natural path of being in the world but not of it, being a compassionate one, an empathic one that is living the future of humanity because you're deeply connected with life, then it makes it easier to traverse through the different aspects of that, whether it's a time of ease or a time of more challenge. And supporting yourself through that is going to help even that out more and more, although you'll still go through those flows. So thank you so much, Nadia, for bringing that forward for us because this is a powerful and profound time that we're experiencing and it gets overwhelming sometimes. And these support systems that are here for us, like John's show and, and the, you know, the ways that you support yourself, to nurture your community is a really powerful 
support system for us now. So thank you for bringing that forward. Beautiful. Ah, Jamie, that was amazing. Thank you for that. Nadia, thank you for that question. Um, and with it, again, everybody, the replay will be up all week long through the weekend. Access that. We'll send you the link a little bit later. Jamie's special offer takes the slight language and, again, even more integration, even more expansion, um, more more awareness, and, again, tapping into that space that we feel at home. Don't know why, but we can feel it, and that's all that really matters, and Jamie provides that and so much more. Um, and, Jamie, thank you so much for your time today. We've gone almost two hours, but it's got it so relevant, so right, and um, so beautiful. So thank you for the space thank that you, you hold and and for daring to speak from your voice and what gets transmitted, and ah, it's such a gift to all of us. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I always love connecting with you, John. You yeah, are you bringing such a heart energy forth that uh, we are so lucky to have you doing this series. So thank you. Uh, thank you. And everyone on the call, thank you. God, wonderful yes. questions today. Amazing energy. Um, and you guys that felt like you were new to light language or to the show, just know, and I, I have to chuckle, you're not new to this. You're just not aware that you're not new to this, but that's okay. You're remembering. And in that remembrance, you get to wake up to a new adventure every day and then you get to share that and have it ripple out to the collective through your connections, through your interactions of other people. And it's, it's so beautiful. So thank you for showing up, each and every one of you. It's a gift to be able to share the space with you with our amazing speakers, with Jamie and, of course, with you. So it's with that that I send you all of my love, a huge acknowledgement for the light that you be um, and I look forward to seeing you in the next call. Have a fantastic day.